listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and a creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is don't punch down. There's an old tried-and-true piece of advice among comedians. Don't punch down. Comedy work is inherently iconoclastic. That is to say, they're about critiquing systems or people or dynamics. Even the latest comedy has the buried goal of poking holes or tearing something down or speaking truth to power. This is the secret, noble mission of a lot of humor. As it turns out, a lot of fiction and storytelling has this tricky moral and political territory to navigate, too. When we depict heroes and villains in our story, even subtly, we're sending a message about who deserves praise and who deserves blame. When we pick apart the failings of a character, we're encouraging the reader to see this person as failing. When we expose one person's lies and hypocrisies but tolerate another's, then we've got an agenda, or our story does, whether we like it or not. I don't know if every story has rebellion at its heart. But I do think that if a story has truth as one of its principal concerns, that means taking a stand and showing us the truth-tellers and the liars. If we critique one class of people in our stories, a class of people already marginalized or invisible, then it's kind of like kicking someone when they're down or choosing a straw man as our target. When we choose heroes and villains, this is something we've got to think about. When I think about the ways that women, people of color, or LGBT characters have been portrayed in literature traditionally, I can see a lot of punching down going on. But nowadays, we're hopefully more aware of the way power is a character too, and it walks into every room in which people are gathered. This week, think about who you're targeting and taking on. Think about where you're taking aim. Are you punching up or punching down? Are you showing us new truths about the hidden ways the people in power are pulling the strings? Or are you taking aim at easier, softer targets, the people who have already been ridiculed or marginalized in our culture? Make sure your satire is striking its intended target, not the already marginalized groups or identities that are such easy straw men targets. This week's reading recommendation is Chemistry by Wakey Wong. This is a book that wonderfully blends what it might be like to be in the sciences and academia and feeling like we want to explore something broader beyond that. So the character here is interested in finishing her degree as a chemistry major, but she also has a lot of interest in the arts and storytelling and is willing to consider alternative lives that she might have lived. It's also a lot about a very fraught relationship that she has with her mother. There are just wonderful, sharp, observant insights about life in academia and life as a woman in the sciences here. And I just loved it. I thought it was a terrific novel with a surprising amount of humor, even though it has some darkness, too. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes. Thank you.